The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss, but you are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. And Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found, uh, and of course, filmed live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, very quickly, uh, tomorrow we'll be doing our uh, a gaming stream that happens to coincide with uh, a pretty big event, uh, the latest episode of Impact, uh, and also don't, something called... Don't, don't try to trick people, man. We're doing an election reaction stream. We're going to play games on, on there just to make, kind of maintain our This is our no sanity, game, Larson. This is no game. No, we're playing Among Us, and then we'll, we'll, we'll take in the results as they come. Join us tomorrow on the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson. Uh, uh, if you want, if you want to hang out with us while the election returns come in, yeah, I don't know if I'm even going to do it. To be honest, yeah, you're going to do it. Stop with that nonsense. We're I don't 5 know. If PM I'm Pacific. Do it. I don't know. We'll go to like ten or so. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we'll see. We'll I got see. things. We'll I got see. things to do tomorrow night, so I'm not also, sure if I'm going to be around. What do you have to do tomorrow night? Going to watch the election results. Also, uh, next week, starting what is eighth November eighth, ninth ninth November ninth, uh, it's Pledge Week here at Going in Raw. That means all our Friendo Club TV content will be available free gratis for everyone. So you can see what we do uh, for our YouTube channel members, patron and our uh, patrons in our Twitch subs. Anyways, so yeah, are we gonna are we gonna boost tomorrow for the election stuff? Of course, I got some beer yeah. left in the fridge. I, I, <laughs> I don't know why I'm asking you that. You have booze regardless. <laughs> I had a pre-stream uh, <laughs> modestly modest pour of wine here. I gotta get. I'll get a six-pack of like Pacifico or something. I, I gotta I get the good of beer still. It all determined. It all be based off how like I wake up tomorrow. If I wake up tomorrow and bad things are happening, I might just bury my head in the sand until I'm having a good day. If I'm not having good juice tomorrow, uh, uh-uh, not gonna do it. No, we're I'm doing just, it. We're I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know right it. now. You have Streamlabs. You have a camera. You could do Fine, it. I'll do it myself. You have access to CB Bradley. I'm just saying, if I don't have good juice tomorrow, I don't want to go into the. I don't want to go into the day like into an election like that. Uh, you know, you got a bad attitude about it already. No way, man. Hey, if I got good juice, I had good juice today. If the election was held today, every it'd be a blue nami. But <laughs> it's going down tomorrow. You know, so there you go. Anyways, all right, let's uh, talk about raw. Finally, I guess that's what we're really? here for. Yeah, do we have to? Okay, well, well you didn't raw. like raw. It was all right. <sighs> it was fine. It was it's, fine. it's just too long. It's three hours. It's too long. There too were long. two really good matches. Really good matches. That main event was awesome. Uh, the main. They're using oh, Miz and I Morrison. Wasn't, I wasn't even talking about that. Oh, that main event was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. I was They're talking using about Miz the monster and match. to make to make. Oh, that was great too. Using Miz and Morrison to make uh, Drew even seem like a huger star. I didn't think that was possible. Okay, it so like he, could, like he couldn't be beat. That made event. It was incredible. Yeah, he's definitely not being relegated to uh to like 
mid-card guy. No. I mean, they're keeping him in that in that scene. He sort of laughed his way through that match. And then, uh, I mean, he had some obstacles to overcome, but there was a lot of cool stuff going on there. But uh, so we saw at the beginning of the show, Miz and Morrison attempt their cash in. And then Drew came in and ruined that. I do really like Drew's new role of Randy Orton's guardian angel. Well, it's um, for the purpose of only one person is going to beat yeah. Randy for that title, and that person's name is Drew McIntyre. I love, I really like that because you know what, dude? It's something solid, mm-hmm. f- a role for him to take on in his pursuit of the title. It's not just, oh, how's he going to get another match with him? How's he going to? He's he's making his own opportunity by ensuring nobody else gets their hands on Randy Orton. Let I think that's clever. Something. I don't know if the odds are high, but the thought occurred to me. Will Drew find a way to procure himself that money the bank contract to get his t- match against Randy Orton? Um, you know what's funny? Didn't I have that idea? But it wasn't Drew. It was the idea of the money in the bank briefcase trading up. Because I think I think my idea was like involved AJ Styles, how he would get it off the Miz, and then he would be the guy to cash in. I like that idea in general because I brought it up before. The money in the bank briefcase trading up, but mm-hmm. it'd go straight to Drew McIntyre. That's a possibility. That's a possibility. I think that'd be great. Um, I, I know I, yeah. uh, Drew has it's, been lobbying to get a match or talked uh, in interviews, I believe, about uh, wanting a match against Roman Reigns. You know, as we've seen in the past, uh, wrestlers <clears throat> speaking publicly about wanting things in terms of wrestling matches doesn't always come to fruition. We talked about it again tonight. Uh, on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's a possibility. I mean, I, I was I was half wondering because it was obvious that they had, you know, the Survivor Series, you know, brand versus brand, just Raw versus SmackDown thing planned uh, for at least a little while. I, I started to wonder, OK, did they take that title off Drew specifically to avoid a confrontation with Roman Reigns? It's entirely Survivor possible. Series. They might want to wait and save that match for the future because that match is going to be money. Yeah, or they just want to avoid it because both guys need to look really good. Um, and you know, without a third, without a Finn Balor and NXT champion to, to, to eat the pin, mm-hmm. that's not necessarily going to happen. Uh, I mean, you could. There's always any number of ways you could do a wonk finish, but not a satisfying finish. Um, well, I mean, there's what you could do if it's well. I guess well, you could do a situation. I guess if you would do a wonk finish because you got Orton still in the mix, even if he loses the belt, the Fiend. Is yeah. obviously putting himself in the mix for that title. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can make it happen. Well, no, I mean, given given that he talked about it tonight, makes me think that it might still happen. I mean, they're still mm-hmm. three mm-hmm. weeks away from from mm-hmm. Survivor Series, so that's totally mm-hmm. a possibility. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought actually, you know what, dude, I, I I I joke because I'm I'm so looking forward to the election stuff tomorrow. I'm actually a big uh, a political. I, I enjoy the political process. Uh, I enjoy observing it happening, and so. Uh, watching, doing anything between now and tomorrow night is going to be a chore. That being said, I thought Raw was actually pretty enjoyable. I thought my no, actually the two matches I were I was referring to was uh, the monster match and uh, the fun, yeah. and the tag team match. Mm-hmm. I thought that entire segment. You know, not a lot of people can get on the mic for ten solid minutes and be entertaining back and forth. The New Day had me in stitches, and when they finished it, I wanted more. I thought it was great. And then to see Cedric in there with Kofi Kingston, two of the guys that are the most creative people in pro wrestling. 
hold on, I'm meeting her up, but you're, you're, you got some audio buzz going on your end there. Oh, do I? Yep. Is that better? Did that fix Here. anything? All right, don't touch your mic, though. I won't touch anything. All right. Slowly backing away. There you go. Uh, to see Cedric and Kofi in there together, mm -hmm. two of the most creative wrestlers that you know are working today, mm -hmm. um, made me just want to see a lot more of those guys. Yep. Um, but just in general, you know, MVP, who's great on commentary, selling Cedric being paired with Shelton so that he could sit on the learning tree, mm -hmm. I thought great. was really, really good. Great. Um, yeah, I, I really, really enjoyed the hell out of that match. Um, and uh, yeah, I think that's a solid feud that that I'd like to see more of in the future. Definitely. I definitely want to see at least one Kofi versus Cedric one on one bout. I think that'd be really good. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't be sad if the Hurt Business took those tag titles off the New Day. I mean, I almost thought when they advertised this match early on that it was for the tag titles. Yeah, I know. Well, when MVP, I mean, that's what I thought when MVP started his promo, uh, and he was talking about we did our job, and so we uh, made the WWE pay us in gold tag team opportunities. I thought, okay, cool. Uh, that's happening now, right? Like this is yeah, that opportunity. So when they won, I was like, "Holy crap, we've got new." Oh, okay. Nobody's talking well, about I even thought the, the the graphic they did for it was this, at the bottom said Raw Tag Team Championships. Oh, really? I didn't. I, I didn't because I had to. Look, I had to think back. I was like, "Wait, did they raise that damn? Did, did they they didn't raise the titles?" So, but I mean, you know, it's entirely possible I was not paying attention because usually I'm doing notes while stuff's going on. Mm -hmm. I kind of did a quick glance, and I thought I saw that entirely possible. I didn't. I'm old. Things slip my mind. I think things happen. They don't. Yeah. Um, but nonetheless, my reaction was the same when Hurt Business won. I was like, oh, new tag champions. Mm -hmm. Wait, no? Yeah. No, we were on the same page in that one, man. It wasn't just you. Um, right. Another strong showing, I thought, was from Tucker Knight. <laughs> I didn't oh, like they said it was says Ricochet versus Tucker and, and they you know they 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 show him in the ring. I was like, is this someone else named Tucker? Because <laughs> he looks smaller, like his gear was different. He didn't look as large he has physically imposing yeah, as I he know. did in heavy machinery. This like, is I don't it, know if he lost some weight. Maybe the pants just I don't know what it was. But it looked like is, his pants he 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 walked into the performance center with because it still said night on back. I know. He hasn't gone by Tucker Knight in years. <laughs> this is what I thought when Ricochet showed up. I was like, oh, who's he fighting? Who's he going to lose against today? And I saw Tucker in there and I was like, wait a second. Hold on. Are Otis and Tucky in a thing right now? Because commentary was really selling Otis and Tucker. And I was like, is Ricochet about to job to like this weird jobber new brand of Tucky? So that Tucky can look strong going in against Otis if they ever have a match, which seems like it'd be natural. And then Ricochet won in literally two minutes yeah. with a recoil. Yeah. And uh, and then Retribution is starting a thing with this whole thing was for Ric Ric uh, Ricochet to get into a thing. Oops, sorry. Ricochet to get into a thing with uh, with with Retribution. Yeah. What the hell's going on? I thought isn't Tucky and Otis going to have a thing? I thought so. This can go completely drop that. Fear and Loathing says Tucky lost on main event last week. What? What? I thought at least he'd take that L to Otis before that descent into being on the verge of, of, of maybe being released, but I guess not. What a disaster. Anyways, let's go ahead and kick this off to the top. But yeah, Raw was, in it. Raw was entertaining for good and bad reasons. Yeah, that's uh, true. But there was a lot of good. Orton kicked things off with a promotional speech. 
a mm-hmm. promo. Promo, uh, if you will. Where he talked about being the best, simply the best, better than all the rest. He calls out the locker room. Because he said he, he started listing names of people he's better than. And conspicuously, he did name John Cena. Um, yeah, he who, did. Who has more titles than him. Uh, a couple. But, uh, but yeah, anyways, he says, I'm the best. And he calls out the locker room. He's like, if there's anybody out there, he starts naming names of, 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 of guys. And then Alexa Bliss comes out. And uh, he's like, he lowers the mic. And I like when they, they've been doing this a lot lately where mm-hmm. you just get to hear what they're saying without the mic. And he, uh, he's like, hey, okay, where is he? And she sort of raises her hands to her chin and on her gloves, on her gloves. Yeah. one says play and the other says pain. And then she lowers the one that says play. So it's just pain. And, uh, and she says he could be near. And then the fiend's entrance stuff happens with the red lights and the, and the stuff. And then, but then the lights go. And so he's like, Oh, freaking out and stuff. When the lights go back to normal, it's not the fiend that's attacking him. It's a claymore. It's drew McIntyre with his claymore. Uh, Drew picks up the title, looks at it, and he says, I dare you to give me my rematch. Until then, I'm going to make your life a living hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as he's about to leave, or as he is leaving, rather, the Miz and Morrison come running down with the ref. Their Miz is looking to cash in. The ref even says Miz is cashing in his money in the bank. The, the ring, ring announcer, announcer yes. gets to Miz is cashing it. And then Drew McIntyre runs back in there and destroys them all. It's great. And that's yeah. what he first says. Nobody's going to beat Orton except me for that WWE mm-hmm. title. After you, go, you have a commercial break, you come back, Miz and Morrison interview. Miz says, I don't want to talk right now. Bell never rang. Cashin wasn't official. Uh, Drew had no business sticking his nose in our business. Uh, he calls Drew a petulant child. Uh, he says, if Drew can't have his way, then no one else can either. He tells Drew, you lost. Get over it. Uh, Miz says it's time for someone to step in and become star of Raw. And Morrison yeah, says, yeah, Drew is just upset uh, the two guys. In this, oh, sorry. Morrison says Drew just upset the two guys in this company you don't want to make angry. It challenges Drew to a handicap match tonight, which would be our main event. Yes. Uh, after that, uh, we had uh, my bathroom break, which was an Elias promo. He talks about the universal truth going to number one. Let me look. It's a couple people noted that Louise Marie, the friendo, noted this. His cover of Amazing Grace is pretty good. I mean, it's just sort of how it's like a House of the Rising Sun slash Amazing mm-hmm. Grace mm-hmm. Uh, cover. It's pretty solid. I'll give him props for that. I just don't really care about this feud. So uh, he says he's out doing press, and somebody asked, How do you feel about this guitar in the pole match? And he's like, You crazy? It sucks. And he says, I've got a song. And of course, before he's able to play the song, Jeff Hardy interrupts, and they have a match. A guitar on a pole match, uh, which was fine enough. It was what it was. Uh, Elias at one point threw a stool at Jeff Hardy while he was up top trying to get the guitar. But in the end, Jeff Hardy did get the guitar and then comes down from the top with it. That was cool. And the damn thing doesn't even break. Uh, Not at all. Uh, yeah. And then uh, uh, he Fender gets. builds some sturdy uh, guitar machines. Yeah. He gets three with that. And then he goes over and he smashes the guitar over the pole. Um, so Elias takes the L there to Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I'm uh, sure they'll have another match on a pole match. Probably several more. Yeah, probably. Uh, after yeah. that, we had uh, Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke challenging for the women's tag titles against Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler. As the match was about to begin, Lana comes down ringside. Mm. I guess just to watch the action. Uh, as a situation where uh, Nia and Shayna were by and large in control. 
Dana and Mandy were getting a little bit of offense in here and there. Um, uh, towards the finish, Shayna sent out of the ring and she grabs onto Lana like she's going to attack her. Uh, Dana hits her with a sliding drop kick back in the ring. She looks for a handspring elbow. She handsprings right into uh, clutch. Lana gets on the apron and then Shayna, this boggles my mind. So you got your opponent in your finish. Like you could win right there. Match is mm-hmm. over. Mm-hmm. Why bother with Lana getting on the apron? It just boggles my mind, like from a, a character motivation standpoint, why you would do that. Anyways. So Shayna releases the hold, tries to bring Lana into the ring. Dana rolls up Shayna. While this is all happening, the ref is distracted trying to get Lana back out of the ring. So uh, Dana has Shayna rolled up for like 10 seconds, basically. Mm, Eventually comes while, over, yeah. starts to count the pinfall. Shayna kicks out. Uh, uh, she when she kicks out, she pushes Dana into Lana, knocks her off the apron, locks in the clutch for the win. Mm-hmm. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Uh, after that, uh, we get a brief Randy Orton interview where he basically just says a bunch of stuff and says Rue's going to get the three most dangerous letters, RKO. Uh, after that, we have R-Truth versus Bobby Lashley. But before the match kicks off, R-Truth has an interview. He is under the impression that he's out there to meet Bobby Boucher, uh, from the water boy uh, and he wants to get his water bottle autographed um, so uh, then he's told uh, by uh, uh, what's her face the interviewer that Sarah, Sarah I didn't forget if it was Mackenzie or Sarah it's Sarah uh, that now you're fighting Bobby Lashley uh, and so Lashley comes out truth really doesn't want to get uh, his ass whooped so he just lays down for Bobby Bobby's reaction was pretty funny though because he leans over and says no I don't want to do that. I want to put you in this. Yeah, <laughs> he, makes a, he makes the Hurt Lock sign, the that's universal sign for Hurt Lock. No, I don't want to do that. I want to, I want to put you in this. That's pretty so, good. anyways, he tries to pick up our truth. Truth sort of swerves him, kicks him, but within moments, he's in the Hurt Lock. Uh, uh, I forget if he taps out or just yeah, passes out. Okay. So Lashley wins. Then he picks him up afterwards, and then he makes him pass out with the Hurt Lock. Uh, Drew Gulak runs down. He tries to pin our truth for that 24 7 title. But Bob Lashley sees that he puts Drew Gulak into Hurt Lock, then puts him on Truth so that Tr- uh, Drew gets uh, the win for the 24-7 title. And then Lashley oddly comes back, just sort of laughs and doesn't do anything. Yeah. So I was that, hoping we- he'd win that 24-7 title, just give it back to Shelton. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't do uh, that. No, he didn't do that. So after that, we had uh, Grand Metal League and Lindsay Dorado. They're backstage. Uh, they say uh, they're talking about Drew winning the 24/7 title. They're going after him. They run to Jordan and AJ Styles. Uh, AJ is like, "Do we have a problem here?" They say, "No, we're just about to go the other way." After that, Nia Jax interview. Uh, Sarah uh, says Lana's name. Um, Nia tells her not to say Lana's name. Uh, says Lana's on our team. Uh, thinks at Survivor Series thinks she can put her, my title in jeopardy uh, because she put Lana through a table. Pfft. Uh, Naya says, by the end of the night, Lana will not be on Team Raw anymore. No. On second thought, she says, I'm going to end her career. 
So match between the two of them later on. This next entire segment was great from uh, start to finish. It was AJ Styles comes out and he declares himself uh, Team Raw captain. He says, this past Friday we learned SmackDown isn't messing around at Survivor Series. They've already got Kevin Owens. They got Jey Uso. He says, but we have the advantage because uh, 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 SmackDown lacks a true leader who can mold the team. And then he says, Captain Styles reporting for duty. So he's declaring himself captain. So what's uh, going to happen to Seth Rollins is totally going to be on Team SmackDown. Uh, yeah, that sounds right. Why, why do you correlate one with the other, though? Because AJ's been going on about this, I'm the leader of Raw ever since Seth left. And has oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And time. they had a the little thing, too. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, uh, he calls out, or he brings out, rather, uh, his teammates, Sheamus, and then Keith Lee. And, of course, Keith Lee gets on the mic, and he's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We never agreed that you're captain. And by the way, because AJ came out with Jordan, he says, your bodyguard doesn't intimidate me. And AJ's like, well, Seamus, you know, what do you say? And Seamus is like, you know what? I got to admit, I agree with Keith Lee in this situation. So they go back and forth a little bit. Braun comes out and uh, Keith Lee is like, hey, wait, we had to qualify. You need to qualify as well. Braun correctly points out that his bona fides for Survivor Series matches in particular are pretty damn solid. I kind of agree with the guy. He probably shouldn't have to qualify. Uh, but this needs to be settled. At some point, Scrap Iron comes down to the stage, or he comes to the stage, uh, uh, and AJ's like, hold on a second, how about this? Uh, since we've got a bit of a, uh, a face-off here, let's get uh, uh, our stalemate, rather, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman. It could be his qualifying match. If he wins, he gets to be on Team Raw. Uh, Scrap Iron says... That sounds good. If everybody uh, else was in agreement, everybody else seemed cool with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ was really good on commentary. He was, because his reactions he, were great. He was selling the idea, the fact that this might not be a great idea. <laughs> yeah. He says, well, I don't know why exactly I did this, because yeah. all these guys are going to beat each other up. Yeah, and someone make- might get hurt. He's worried about injury, <laughs> not to mention chemistry issues. The, the bit at the end was really great, but the match itself was a lot of fun. It was just... Just them beating the hell out of each other all over the place. It was great. Oh, man. It was a blast. There was a, We had, for the first one that I noticed, uh, a, there was probably one during Elias Jeff Hardy, but I didn't notice. I didn't care about that match. A commercial cliffhanger on a big moment. It was Sheamus had a chokehold on Keith Lee up against a barricade on the outside. Braun runs in and does a really awkward splash to them both. But the idea was to go through the barricade, so I understand why it well, wasn't the most did. smooth looking. It kind looking. of just tumbled over slowly, so it was fine. Yeah. Uh, before that, though, uh, Keith Lee, you haven't seen him do this, I think, since he's gotten called up to Maine permanently. The tope. Oh, yeah. Although he kind of banged the back of his head on that the That looked pretty right. Yeah, he probably shouldn't have done that. Uh, Drew McIntyre did a beautiful one a little bit later on in the main event. Yeah, but this one looked really bad. Well, usually Keith Lee, it's never you know all the times he's done it, he did it next to several times. But yeah, he's done it there. plenty of times. This looked ugly. Yeah, just because he banged his head on the apron. BC fine. If he's fine, then whatever. Um, but yeah, just they were just beating the hell out of each other all over the place. It was great, nonstop action. You think three huge guys, you know, there could be some rest holes. Like Sheamus had, I think Keith Lee a headlock for like thirty seconds. Otherwise, it was just them beating the hell out of each other. Fantastic! So Dude, uh, that Tower the end, of Doom spot was so was great because like they he like Keith Lee had Braun on his shoulders, Braun yeah. Strowman on his shoulders, who yeah, was then suplexing. Style. Yeah. Oh Sheamus man, Sheamus! Top, top it was great. Oh, it was great. So the finish sees uh, uh, Sheamus sets up for a bro kick. Braun tosses from the ring. Uh, Lee drops Braun with the clothesline. 
Braun kicks out. Lee looks for a spirit bomb on, on Braun. Sheamus hits Keith Lee with a bro kick. And then uh, Keith Lee rolls to the apron. And then Braun hits Sheamus with the power slam for the win. And afterwards, AJ hits the ring. It's like, all right, let's shake it up. We're on the same <laughs> team now. Let's shake it up. Yeah. Shake it up. Braun goes up to Keith Lee and said, we got to put our differences aside. I want to win a Survivor Series. And Keith Lee's like, all right, fine. I'll shake your hand. So Braun turns to Sheamus. Sheamus is still upset that Braun cost him to win in that match. Says, I'm not going to shake your hand. And he slaps it away. Then he hugs Braun. And AJ is popping big time. Yeah. He wants chemistry. And then he bro kicks Braun out of the ring. <laughs> Lee then pounces Sheamus out. And yeah. then AJ drops Keith Lee, drop kicks Keith Lee out of the ring. And then afterwards, after he drop kicks Keith Lee out of the ring, starts complaining about team chemistry. Oh, we're going to be the perfect team. <laughs> What's wrong with them? Let's just listen to Captain Styles. AJ, yeah. lead by example. Yeah, Don't no, drop man. kick Keith Lee out of the ring. Yeah, he can't help himself. It's great. That's awesome. So, okay, let's talk about this. Team SmackDown has Kevin Owens. They got uh, Jey Uso. You're probably right. They're probably going to get Seth Rollins. Uh, Ray or Dom. Yeah, probably. I mean, Mur- throwing Murphy in there is a possibility. Daniel Bryan's a possibility. No, maybe. Daniel Bryan lost to Jey Uso. He's not going to be on the team, probably. Oh, that was a qualifier. You're right, right. Unless it's um, or a second chance thing. Yeah, no, you're probably right. Uh, so. Maybe Lars Sullivan. He's yeah. on SmackDown, right? Yeah. Clearly, clearly, Team Raw has the advantage in terms of the actual members of the team. These guys are huge. And if you're adding Seth Rollins to any team, even what happened tonight, doesn't Team Raw have the chemistry advantage? I have a hard time thinking Team Raw is going to lose this. Well, you see Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, if they're on the same team, they have issues. They've had issues in the past. If uh, either Dom or Ray is on the team, obvious Big issues. issues. Big Massive issues. Massive issues. Uh, Jay Uso is there as the, the representative of not SmackDown, mind you, of Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Issues. Yeah, ish- issues across the board. Day one I mean, that's, issues. That's the, yeah, nice. Uh, I mean, that's, oh, that that's what good. they're Come on. That's what they're doing with, with like the women's team, too. Lana came out there ringside, not so much to. Like a, to advance the story of issues amongst the, the, the women's team on Raw. Because mm-hmm. now Lana or Mandy and Dana can point to Lana and say, you cost us a chance at these tag titles. Issues. What was when when, uh, uh, when Braun was lifting off, listing off his accomplishments for Survivor Series matches? Yeah, he said he won like 12 Survivor Series matches. right? Something like that. You think that the odds favor him because he does have that pedigree. Yeah. Or he does. He does have those accomplishments. Yeah. All my confidence points might end up going wow. to Team Raw men. Wow. Maybe we'll see. Uh, anyways, on the that was an, that's a match. That's where all my confidence points are going. Um, yeah, that's not, that's not a bad point. So uh, uh, this Angel Garza promo was kind of. Uh, I mean, I get the point of it. Uh, it wasn't exactly a high point of the show, though, in my estimation. No, it was dumb because like he was just basically talking to the camera but trying to was he like hitting on the camera person no i think it was just somebody talking through the camera talking to somebody so it was like a subjective camera situation where the camera oh oh the it wasn't like a pov where the camera is supposed to be somebody you're saying that they were he was relaying a message through the camera to somebody that's that's how i gathered it okay i didn't know i didn't know how to take this i thought he was propositioning me 
which you got to think about because Angela Garza is a good looking man. But at the same time, I'm happily married. Um, so anyways, uh, yeah. After that, we had a brief Drew McIntyre interview where he mentions Randy now has a guardian, a six foot five guardian angel, me, so the fiend can back off. So I get that Survivor Series match against Roman Reigns. And as for Miz and Morrison, they're going to get a two for one special Claymores for all. That was great. Drew's so damn good. He's good. He's amazing. After that, Firefly Funhouse, Alexa Bliss, looking like she's a regular on the Funhouse. Um, and then uh, tonight's episode is dedicated to three most important letters in wrestling today. Huskus asked if it's P-I-G. <laughs> no, of course, it's R-K-O. Uh, Abby says Orton can go F himself. <laughs> that was great. The punchline of this whole thing was really good, too. Yeah. Uh, Alexa says there's no foul language in the funhouse. Uh, Abby, you got to put a, uh, not a nickel, a dime in the swear jar. And then Abby says, Bliss can go F herself, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bray says, once upon a time, Randy was a very bad man. Uh, some quick flashes of Orton burning down the Wyatt compound, but the past, the past. But with those ashes, he was able to create a brand new world, one where the fun never ends. And then Bray starts having flashbacks to Orton burning down the compound, you know, like in full. Uh, he comes back to him and says, unfortunately, it can't be that simple. He never forgets. Alexa says, hey, you want me to show you a trick I've been practicing? You want to help me? And Bray says, yeah. So he places his hand on her head and she raises her head up and she's got the weird contacts back in. He starts spitting out like some gooey, viscous blood type stuff. Yeah. And then Bray looks at the camera and says, oh shit. (laughs) Oh shit. (laughs) Great. But yeah, they beep it out. They shouldn't have beeped that out. That was great. The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie. And we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, After that, we had Nia Jax versus Lana do we not oh, mention gosh. the the Nia Jax interview? Because earlier she had an interview. Where yeah, she we talked was about like, that. But right now, let's talk oh, about this okay. Lacey Evans Peyton Royce promo. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they break up the iconic <laughs> to put Peyton Royce into another tag team? They have less than zero chemistry. There is no, it is so. This is the worst thrown together tag team. Maybe can you think of a worse thrown together tag team? I can't. They have zero chemistry. Especially not, what, three, four weeks? It feels like it's that recently. Away from the Iconics breaking up. I know. They had been a tag team forever. I know. And they break them up just to have put Peyton Royce in another tag team. It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a lick, a lick of sense. Because here's, here's the thing also. So Peyton an hour ago posted a pic. So, so who mentioned this? Did you see Peyton's uh, Freedom KME? Therthabata uh, mentioned this to me earlier in the night too. So Peyton posted a picture of her. Was this post Iconics breakup? Is, is that this, picture it, her? I think so. Okay, where clearly she just misses. Yeah, yeah. The, the first the first comment here from somebody named Catherine Nikita. So split up a team of real friends to create a solo run to actually a new tag team now. Uh, yeah. 
that was it's it's a bunch of the comments here just saying straight up bullshit. This is this is complete bullshit. So, so Red Wildman says, to be fair, I think the point is that they don't have chemistry. They kept trying to stand in front of each other. I noticed that the first week. I didn't really notice that this time. Neither did I, and I was kind of looking for it. Same. Like it, it, one of them, uh, Lacey was trying to shoulder lean um, uh, Peyton, but I thought I, I thought it was meant to be like, "Hey, we're on the same page." Um, even if, even if the point is they're trying to one up each other as characters, you need some amount of even friendly rivalry chemistry there, and none of that exists. None of that exists. And the idea I thought was you split them up. And hey, dirt sheets have been wrong before. Journalists have been wrong before. The idea was Vince likes Peyton. She's going to have a solo run. What? Because now she's just in a tag team with another person who they can't really find a good solo run for. I mean, look, the, the, the women's division is loaded in mm-hmm. WWE across the board. Not everybody can find stuff to do. And I get that. They actually give their women's division quite a bit of time. Um, but man, this is so, such an ill fit. Could you imagine being partners with somebody for like literally? I think they've known each other since like high school or whatever. And having like fantastic chemistry. Oh, just, just like the best chemistry. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like, it'd be like all of a sudden you're with, I don't know. Uh, uh, well, you and Luke would actually be a pretty good team, but uh, yeah, it'd just be it'd, it'd be kind of weird, you know. I don't mm-hmm. know, man. It's 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 sad, but you know, I look at Billy Kay in the spotlight. I mean, they're not giving her a huge spotlight, but you look at both of them side by side. Billy Kay's in a way better position on SmackDown. Yeah, way better. Yeah. So uh, they were all, uh, Lacey and Peyton were talking about how Lana and the announce table weren't going to make it out of this match in one piece pretty much. So Lana had a picture-in-picture promo. Uh, She said something like, you know, I keep going through tables and I realize only I can keep myself from going through tables. Um, And says, tonight I'm turning the tables on Nia. Uh, This match went about how you would expect. Uh, Nia pretty much throwing Lana all over the place. Oh, yeah. Uh, Lana got a couple moves in. Uh, A couple times, Nia... Uh, covered Lana only to pick her back up before the three count. Um, in the end, uh, 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 Nia's hitting some more shots. Lana kind of keeps getting up, and then Nia says, all right, I'm going to finish it here. Samoa drop for the win. Uh, Nia and Shayna are about to leave, and then Nia motions to Shayna get back in there. She runs to the ring, tosses Lana out. Uh, Nia throws her into the barricade uh, and then uh, tells her, uh, hey, you don't deserve to be in the ring with us. Puts her through the announce table again. Yoshibull here says it was uncomfortable. Actually, so assuming, and this is a massive assumption, but I would be at this point kind of shocked if they didn't tell this story, if this story didn't conclude in a way that was positive for Lana at Survivor Series. Like, if there were fans there, this that it would be a huge, mm-hmm. huge mm-hmm. pop, a huge moment yep. for her to maybe she's in. The, 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 there's three remaining people. It's her and two members of Team SmackDown. The odds are stacked against her. But mm-hmm. what we saw tonight against Nia Jax was she has resiliency. If nothing else, yep. she has resiliency. Yep. Like she can take a beating and, and keep on up. coming back. Yep. Um, and so if this doesn't turn into Nia specifically and Shayna and the rest of Team Raw rooting for Lana 
and watching her win this match for them, then if that's not the case, what the hell are they doing? Because this story is so it's is actually being really well told, assuming they give us that finish. It's being really well told. Yeah. Assuming we get that finish. Because yeah. that's a big moment. And that, that's gonna be a really, really great moment for her. And it won't just feel like, hey, kind of does now. Vince just likes to put people through tables because it makes them laugh. Mm-hmm. There might be an actual really, really good story they're telling here. So Night Shares. by Night has an idea that says they put her through the table at the beginning of the match, and then she gets the fluke win. I think if it's a situation where they put her through the table at the beginning of the match, uh, maybe Team SmackDown seems like they have won. Oh, wait, Lana still how she, likes how she won the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah. Um, she gets back in there, pinned two hours left for Team SmackDown, gets the W. Which would be the Battle Royal, a wonderful bit of foreshadowing, and it I makes know. us think that they have a long-term plan here. I know. Maybe they do. Maybe, Maybe they, they do. do. It's one of those ins- rare instances where they do. So uh, mm-hmm. after that, we have uh, R-Truth walking backstage. He walks up to MVP. Uh, he asks Truth how his neck is, because R-Truth had a neck brace on. Truth turns around and says, oh, I'm actually meant to go this way. And MVP says, oh, we signed your your water, water bottle form, because that was what R-Truth wanted to get signed when he thought he was walking out to the ring to meet Bobby Boucher, the water boy. Mm-hmm. And then I think MVP just throws the water bottle. Yep. Uh, after that, we get the VIP lounge. Uh, and uh, the MVP talks about how Survivor Series is proving is about all about proving you're the best of the best. It is a tagline uh, for the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was wondering. I didn't know that. And when he started saying that so often, I was like, oh, that's the tagline, isn't it? I didn't actually see it on the stuff, though. Um, so, or I didn't notice it, rather. Cedric says, uh, Sami Zayn's going to find out that Lashley is the best, best of the best. The best. best of Lashley the best. gets on the mic and has some weird words because he says, you think you're better than me because you represent so many countries with your title. I only represent one. So after that, uh, uh, MVP says they took care of retribution. Now it's time to collect payment. They're collecting it in the form of the Raw Tag Tiles title match. Uh, and and uh, Shelton adds that they're going to bring the hurt to the new day. This brings out Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. Uh, Xavier Woods says, yeah, Bob, it's been your time for a while. Been a huge fan of you. Uh, I remember I used to have to stay up uh, late to watch your matches. <laughs> But I was also like in fifth or sixth grade. Yeah, that was funny. Um, Kofi uh, puts over MVP and Shelton for doing it, doing it well for a long time. And he goes, "Well, Cedric, well, you know, you've been here for a little while. You'll, I'm sure you'll do great things as well." Uh, you know, they say the New Day's most decorated tag team champs ever. And there's a bit of confusion between uh, Xavier and Kofi about how many title reigns they exactly have had, whether it's nine or ten. Later on, uh, Kofi says he's won more titles than all the Hurt Business combined. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, including, of course, WB Championship, which none of them has won. MVP says Kofi's win was historic. There's a great video of him uh, of MVP watching Kofi mm-hmm. win the, the the title, and you know, getting. I think he starts crying a little bit. Wasn't it like? Wasn't he with like Shad? I think. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Um, and he asks, "How'd that work out for you in the end, though? You lost to Brock at eight seconds." And he says, "I guarantee you, Lashley could do it quicker." And then Kofi says, "Well, from what I hear from Lana." Lashley can only last for eight seconds. <laughs> that uh, was good stuff. That was really good stuff. And then uh, MVP's like, you guys are all about the jokes. We're all about uh, hurting people. Um, and then uh, then at the end, I think, was it Kofi? I think says, uh, um, oh, Xavier says, when they talk hurt business, all people talk about now is another 2020 business startup. <laughs> and he says, the only profits New Day are worried about, street profits, because they'll be facing them at Survivor Series. Then we got the yeah. match. 
it was really, really funny stuff. It was really entertaining stuff. Um, as was this match. This match was ridiculously fun. Uh, we already talked about it a little bit. Uh, there are some really great bits. Xavier Woods really has a pep in his step these days. Uh, after having come back from that, you know, freaking ages old injury of his. Um, and Shelton Benjamin was a lot of fun. Everybody was a lot of fun in this match, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I like the bit where Kofi dropped, sort of had an homage to MVP. And MVP seemed to like, I don't know if he broke character there, but they said, oh, there's Kofi with uh, with uh, a move that looks familiar to you, huh, MVP? He says, yeah. It looks like he's showing some respect to MVP there. And it honestly seemed like he broke character a little bit there. It was yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Um, so, uh, But in the end, it was a really cool uh, finish, too. So Shelton took out Kofi with like, it looked like it was going to be a spine buster, but he just sort of fell on his feet. And then he like went out mm-hmm. and then uh, Cedric ended up hitting his neuralizer. Shelton hit pay dirt for the win mm-hmm. on Xavier Woods. Really, really terrific match. Yeah, Hopefully if I mean, if if what Big E said and the New Day do have some measure of creative control, MVP has talked about, you know, booking his own creative to see all if all these guys get on the same page. Oh, man, it's gonna be good. stuff. I could see that for months and months being just one of the best things about Raw. Heck yeah, man. It'll be fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, we got a bit with uh, Nikki Cross. She's backstage. Uh, she walks uh, towards Alexa, who has her back turns toward turned towards her. Um, and then she's like, hey, you haven't returned my calls. You haven't been talking to me. I know the fiend is behind this. She's the one making you shut me out. Uh, Alexa, I know you better than anybody. You, you make your own decisions. You're stronger than this. And she kind of pushes Alexa. So she turns around. Alexa still has the weird contacts in. And Nikki's like, ah, I don't want to deal with this. Bye. And she leaves. She should have had that nasty goo coming out of her I know. So, so after that, we already talked about this a bit. Uh, a ricochet it's like NWO out. Tucker. It seemed like NWO Tucker. Yeah, it really. He had like a jobber entrance, and yet for yeah. some reason, I was still like, "Is he going to beat Ricochet?" <laughs> That's yeah, where jobber my mind entrance, goes. Jobber tights with his name on yeah. the back. It was like the tights. He, I swear, as the tights he showed up at like the performance center with. Yeah, That's what it seemed like. Like he got him yeah. out of mothballs to put him on. Yeah, because he they didn't want him to wear the heavy machinery gear. Mm-hmm. So Ali and, comes out. Uh, he stands on the announce desk uh, to just be an ominous figure. Ricochet wins in literally maybe three minutes, but it felt Someone in like chat two. said 41 seconds. Whoa, are you serious? That's what they said in chat. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that wouldn't shock me. That would not shock me. So anyways, uh, uh, yeah, he gets a win with a recoil. Ricochet gets a win with a recoil. After that, Retribution hits the ring. They take out Tucker first. No, then- so they, they toss Ricochet out first. Yeah, and they toss him out, out first. Take out Tucker. Take, go back after Ricochet. Bring him back, and they give him like a double choke slam thing. Uh, so, hey man, you know Ricochet versus Retribution. It's kind of a no, like it's it's a win win situation. Either Ricochet gets a big win against Retribution, who can't win, or Retribution actually gets a win here. Maybe Ricochet ends up with Retribution. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I know. I know. Uh, after that, we have uh, Drew backstage. He runs into Sheamus. He's like, hey, good to see you. This uh, felt so she- natural. This was great. Yeah, I really you like tell these guys bit. get along. Yeah. Uh, Sheamus then tries to recruit Drew to Raw's Survivor Series team. Drew says, you know, nothing make me happier than fighting side by side with you again. Kind of preoccupied with his Randy Orton business. If I'm going to Survivor Series, it's going to be his WWE champion. And Sheamus is like, cool. Good luck in your match tonight. Uh, beat up Miz and Morrison. Mm-hmm. Which he does. Uh, which he did. That was our main event. That was up next. Drew McIntyre versus Miz and Morrison. Really fun uh, match. He was really easily handling him a couple times on the close-up. He was laughing through the match. Uh, our commercial cliffhanger saw 
Drew McIntyre, Alabama slam Morrison onto Miz on the outside of yeah. the ring. Uh, after the commercial, Miz and Morrison had taken over. Um, at one point, Drew gave an homage to Sheamus with some clubbing blows. Yeah, that's to, uh, ten Morrison beats of mm-hmm. the whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this was a cool bit. Morrison uh, crotched Drew into the tree of woe and uh, was about to execute some cool move, but Drew like did the thing where he springs up and he like German suplexes Morrison. But Morrison's so great, he does a full flip flying across the ring. That yeah, was man. rad. Uh, Miz tagged in, got just utterly destroyed by Drew. Drew hit a spine buster, uh, goes for a pin, and Morrison just flips in uh, and onto Drew to break that up. Miz hits skull crushing finale. Not shocked. Drew kicked out of that. Drew hit future shock. Uh, Morrison pulled Miz out, but Drew does uh, a flip onto them from inside of the ring to out. Um, he did not hit his neck on the on the apron like Keith Lee. Keith Lee's Keith Lee's look like if I tried one of those. It looks so ugly. Uh, anyways, after that, Drew pulled him back in the ring, got a Claymore for three. Fun stuff. Right after the match, uh, Randy Orton hits Drew with an RKO, holds up the title. Then we hear the Fiend laugh, and the whole push, push, edited thing uh, takes us out of Raw. That's your yep. Monday Night Raw recap. Yep. Not a bad show. Nope. Let's take some questions, yeah. I think that sounds like a delightful idea. Uh, Lord Corgi says they should have had the Miz pinned, Randy. They opened up the briefcase, and there's just a ham in there, thus voiding the win. <clears throat> uh, Dan Barber. Uh, considering nothing's going to be happening till after Survivor Series, what do you think the future of the United States Championship should be? I mean, I was really hoping... Um, if the that Ali would get a crack at that belt, but I don't know if that's going to happen now. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now. All you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Yeah, it doesn't seem likely. Um, Other potential candidates for that title... I mean, dude, if they had kept the new day together, Big E, easily. 
you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, that'd been really good, too. That'd have been great. Uh, I Hicks 35 with a sub. Thank you. Flat says Sean Ross, Sean Ross Sapp is dressed up like Taylor Swift, and <laughs> Denise is Hollywood Hogan. Worth a peek if you have a free window or, or after going in her eye. I saw it on Twitter. It's pretty great. That's awesome. Because, like, the frame of, of, of Sean's uh, window is like the cover to uh, what Taylor Swift album, 1989, like a Polaroid. Okay, sure. Yeah. Really well done. That's pretty funny. Uh, Dirty Rich says, anyone else get that oh shit feeling when Miz attempted to cash in? I thought it was one of those moments where like if the fans were there, it, it would have been a bit more electric because everybody gets that feeling when a cash in's about to happen. Um, I I didn't, I like in the back of my head, I figured Drew would break it up, but <laughs> you also freak out a little bit because you're like, oh, Randy's just going to kick out of whatever's going to happen here. Oh, yeah, Randy Orton. crushing finale. <laughs> And and it's just it's the Miz, um, but I do like I do appreciate the plot device of the potential cash in. I mean, Miz has him and another guy, but they're fairly hapless. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they are. They are. Uh, they they don't have to be booked that way, you know. They don't. Have no, to they be don't. Booked but they are. <laughs> but they are. But they are. Uh, Kyle says this match of promo time was the first time Keith Lee felt like Keith Lee since he was called up to Raw. Felt so good to see the Lee of old somewhat back. Yeah, he mm-hmm. was great. He was great in the match. He was great in the segment. He was fantastic. Let's see here. Alex Foster, am I the only one who wants a New Day grizzled young veterans feud? The promos would be great. Oh, that'd be fantastic. Woods and Kofi would completely destroy... I love Zach Gibson's promos are great, but there is so much that they could make fun of. He would just come off as the most talk about hapless. Yeah. But yeah, that'd be fun. I mean, for the matches alone, because the Grizzled Young veterans are just great, man. I want to see them back. Uh, Jeffrey says they, I assume this is Peyton and Lacey, continue the awkward. So Jeffrey nerd, sorry. They continue the awkward chemistry on Raw Talk. So I mean, if they're getting a story out of this, all right. Uh, I just feel like they got to know there's going to be some pushback once they break up the Iconics and then put Peyton right back in a tag team. I think you're going to see that Peyton is, you know, dude, I'm not going to say she's going to be starting from scratch, but I do kind of feel that. And I mentioned this extensively on the SmackDown recap. Their, their dynamic was such that Billy Kay, personality-wise, could carry on way more easy than Peyton Royce. Peyton Royce was not personality-wise the leader of that group. Billy, K, if you watch any of their skits, mm-hmm. Billy Kay is totally the anchor, completely and totally the anchor. And so Peyton Royce might be starting from scratch when it comes to finding her character because yeah. prior to this, it was so based off of her interaction with Billy Kay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeffrey Nerd again says Lana moving up the card entirely possible. It's possible. Dog Authority figure says, "How would you rank the different music gimmick wrestlers? Honky Tonk Man, Elias, Double J, Three Count, and the Kiss Demon are the examples he gives." Oh man, there's like no good examples. What about the uh, the West Texas Rednecks? Rednecks. I wouldn't Probably even bottom of the list. Put them up. Uh, on the list. Honky Tonk Man's got to be number one, right? Him or Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett, like, granted, it was Dad's promotion, but won a ton of belts. He was WCW World Champion. Okay, well, I mean, if, yeah, if you're ranking him by by prestige, 
then yeah, sure. Or are you ranking him by uh, success in the field of music? Then uh, again, I guess you got to say Elias. <laughs> it's definitely Elias. Um, no, or John was, Cena. John Cena. John Cena. He's not a musical gimmick guy, though. He literally released a rap album. That doesn't mean he's a, mu- a musical gimmick. Nobody thinks John Cena would think musical gimmick. I don't know. Doctor Thugonomics was was bordering on a musical gimmick. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, so John Cena be number one. John Cena number one. Fair enough. Uh, Ryan's Rub- Ryan Rubik's Cube. Why wouldn't you book a blow off uh, of o- of Tucker turning on Otis at all? It's easy booking. I don't know. <sighs> you think they would? Maybe that happens on main event. Yeah, it could be. Uh, one thing about Elias, I want to mention, like his gimmick really is so limiting. Like I, I really wish somehow maybe they could kayfabe like, and they, they'd never do it because once you have a thing, you never want to get rid of that thing. But give him like a hand injury so he has to drop the music thing. Because I think that otherwise, he has got such charisma. He's good. he's a really good promo. He's a really good promo. He's got a great look, and he's a solid wrestler. The music thing is so limiting. It's the only thing they do with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zondo says, I find it funny that every faction Ricochet feuds with, we go, oh, maybe he'll join them. <laughs> That's a good point. That is a really good point. Fool me once, shame on me. Can't fool me again. Fool me twice, can't fool me again. Can't fool me again. <laughs> Oh man. Uh let's see here. Uh oh, this is a good question. Power rank I'm sorry, uh Wolfpack for Life. Power rank spots you'd want to see in a Randy Orton Firefly Funhouse match. What a great question. Oh, great question. So he has some ideas here. Uh Legacy, you can crack jokes about Cody. That's that's solid. Uh Evolution, obviously. Triple H is still around, Flair is still around. Uh you could bring in Batista, perhaps. Mm-hmm. Uh, the House of Horror match, they're already going to, I guarantee they're going to reference that. They got to reference some of the, the Orton's backstage stuff, crap it in the bag. He mentions here, have a puppet pooping in a bag like Orton. That sounds perfect for Huskus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. those are all really, mm-hmm. good, they're really good answers. Uh, Dang MQ, so when was the last time Asuka was missing from Raw? She wasn't on tonight. They have not done a whole lot with Asuka the last month. No, they, they have not built up any competitors for her at all. Well, the two strongest competitors are the tag champs. That's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah. Uh, Robert Channel says, you guys see the Super J Cup, ACH, Leo Rush, Chris Bay? All I can say is, wow, yeah, we talked about it in a news brief today. It's a stacked lineup. It's awesome. Moses Supposes says, commentary refuses to acknowledge that Sheamus was responsible for Elias' injury. So in kayfabe, who hit him? Jeff Hardy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Christian don't Womble know. has a great question. It's not really a question, but still. How, he says, how is it that Vince turned an entertaining quirk of Garza's character and made it the entire character? Because that's, that's what does. Vince does. Look at Vince the glorious does. Bobby Roode. Yep. couple more questions here. Um... Patrick Oliva says Allison K just announced she is a free agent. Whoa. That's awesome. That's great, man. Uh, Zoe Kinrana, am I the only one who skips a live segments? I just don't see the point if there's no real fan interaction. Uh, yeah. I watch it because I have, it's my job. That's the only reason, really. Yeah. I, 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 I like I'm already sitting there um, and it's more work for me to get up and leave. 
But mentally, I get up and leave. I usually get on my phone. I know that Larson's going to take notes. I can just cheat off his notes. Uh, Gareth says, King of the Ring is coming up soon, maybe. Uh, <laughs> should Xavier <laughs> finally get his shot? Maybe. I mean, Baron's been King of the Ring, King Corbin for more than a year. Yeah. Uh, should Xavier finally get his shot? What if it led to him facing Big E? Uh, the first question, yes, Xavier Woods should get his shot. I think he really wants to be King of the Ring. Um, I don't want to see uh, one member of the New Day wrestle another member of the New, New Day uh, for a while. Yeah. Breeze Mellon. Hey, Stephen Larson. We all know that bragging rights of Survivor Series is a horrible prize for winning teams. I was thinking of the winning teams for both men and women. Survivor Series matches would be entered into a five-man women's man-slash-women elimination matches at next month's pay-per-view, and the winners of those matches goes on to be the number 30 entrance of their Royal Rumble matches. What are your thoughts? I think it, I think it, I think that's a really cool idea. Uh, for WWE, it might be too convoluted for them to be able to explain that. Well, I think even better yet is just book the match. So there's a sole survivor. If you're the sole survivor, you get that spot in the Rumble. And if I you're agree, not, yeah. then you got to have a match with whoever survived the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's not like just the winning team gets the prize. You have to win the match and survive the match. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Zondo, why is Sheamus's alternate attire an entirely different character? Like if uh, Taker wrestled as OG Mortician but cut promos as American Badass. Wait, who are we talking about? Sheamus. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't man. know why he tapes his hands when he's not. He's not. Fi- he's not using him. He's not fighting. Um, I really. Where you think the, so? Sheamus wants Drew to be on Team Raw. I mean, who wouldn't? Mm-hmm. Uh, that feels like. Survivor Series might actually be pretty damn fun. You've got the money in the bank briefcase. You got the fiend. You got Drew who wants to fight Roman. You got Sheamus who wants Drew on his team. Is it possible, Larson? Is it possible at all? This is a question from Steve. Mm. They've concocted. Steve, yes. They've concocted some sort of like really cool twisty turny plot twisting thing at Survivor Series. Potentially. Sounds like it might be right. And then I look, I even looked further than that. Sheamus. Getting rebuffed by Drew to shame it, shame us, take it personally, and then go after Drew after Survivor Series. Yeah, I, I think that's got to be in the cards. I mean, yeah, you don't say no to, to a guy like Seamus. Uh, John Elite says this retribution storyline is confusing. Why the hell would WB give them contracts and draft them when their sole mission is to destroy the company? They have merch now, too, on WB Shop. You know, Why would dude, you cut merch checks to people who are whose mission is to destroy the company? I don't. I. I honestly. I. I totally understand the point. I don't care. I really don't care. I just want them to have something to do that like emphasizes their strengths, like what they're supposed mm-hmm. to bring to the table. Like mm-hmm. the contract stuff, I don't care about that stuff. I don't care why they would have been drafted. Could they have done it cooler? Obviously, of course they could have, but they're there. I just want them to do something cool with them, and they don't. No, they don't do anything cool. Uh, White Brownie, and then who else mentioned this? O-Dog says, uh, Reckoning, me and him, challenged Asuka in like a WWE exclusive interview. That's cool. Right on. That'll be a good match. Folsom Joe with the gifted sub to Dave F1972. Pay it forward in the words of the amazing Bruce Green. Yes, uh, Folsom Joe, MVP is the best. I just re- recently listened to his interview on Art of Wrestling from 2012 and loved it. What are the wrestler interviews you recommend I see? Uh, Scott Hall, 
the second one on the Stone Cold podcast. Amazing. Yeah, it was like I think from September of 2015, I want to say. And I know that so just good. because I looked it up recently. It is really, really damn good. Um, a couple of uh, Discord questions here. Alex Foster says, wish me luck. I'm working the polls tomorrow. That's awesome, Alex Foster. Oh, awesome, Alex. Good awesome, luck. awesome, awesome. Good luck with did that. Did you get this Folsom Joe twi- uh, gifted sub? Is that what I, mentioned earlier? Yes, I did. Yeah, Mr. Lipkin Pay it says, forward. Uh, cinematic match idea. Pick a jobber. And the winner of the match is the first to put that jobber through a table. Oh, that's funny. So you have like a jobber out there and then two participants. And the winner is the first guy to put that jobber through the table. Uh, I kind of uh. like that's good. Yeah. Anyways. Uh, Zondo says they thought giving them jobs would make retribution settle down. And objectively, they see they succeeded in that. That's hilarious. That's true. Yeah. That's good. Anyways, that's going to do it for us. Twitch chat, stick around. We'll hang out for just a bit. Uh, Everybody else, thanks for watching. We appreciate it. We hope you'll join us tomorrow for our election night stream. Yes, please. It's sure to be something. Oh, it's going to be fun, man. ah, Till then, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Be a part of the best pro wrestling podcast today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Enjoy tons of bonus videos, including patron-only live shows, gameplay, and vintage 10 for the wins, access to podcast question threads, the friendo care package, and so much more. Support Going In Raw today at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.